guys welcome back to the everything show and today i have a very special guest please welcome to the show david jacobs guys (laughs) all right david so you are a tiktok influencer why don't you tell the show a little bit about that all right well being a tiktok influencer was kind of an accident um but i started i think in 2018 so it's been like a solid two years now i've definitely been like off and on a bit as i kind of came to figure myself out um but that's like the really cool thing i think about my channel is that i started from questioning my gender all the way through my transition and now i educate about questioning and the whole like lgbt trans community and all that stuff um so yeah i post a lot of like what it's like being trans and answering people's questions that they might have and stuff like that I know one of the most often questions is you just recently had top surgery and your scars and you are very proud of them and they are still very prominent and they are there and um, you are there expressing how you feel about being trans and being proud of that. How do you deal with people in your comments and DMs kind of like, I guess, spreading hate or trying to put you down because you are expressing who you are? Yeah, I get a lot of people who, some people are even just trying to be supported and are all like, oh, well, I can give you, like, tips and tricks on how to get your scars to fade so that they don't look like that. And I'm like, well, look like what? Like, yeah, I have two lines on my chest and they definitely look like scars, but, like, it's not even just, like, I'm very open about having had top surgery, but I'm also very open about, like, I don't really try to get my scars to go away at all. Um, And I can get a lot of hate for, like, various different reasons like that. Um, But it's just, it's never been something that bothered me. Like, yeah, like, I have these scars on my chest gonna have to live with that and it's never really bothered me from day one it's 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 something that marks like something i've overcome um and so it's very important to me and i never i've never viewed my scars as a negative thing i think before i got my surgery um because there's two types of top surgeries you can get one that has very minimal scars it's only scarring around the nipple and once that heals it's very easy to look like you never even had a surgery the one i got leads to major scars along your chest um and originally i was supposed to get the one that had minimal scarring and i was really happy with that and it was a bit of a struggle at first when i found out that i was gonna have the scars um something i had to like accept and get over the second i had them the second i had my top surgery it, it didn't matter i was so happy with my body and like so much more comfortable with like being myself and i was so ready to like put myself out there and like my confidence has gone way up um and just all of these things that people like want to hate on me for like you know they can they don't understand um yeah that's kind of it's on them if they don't get it it doesn't bother me i know in recent events on your tiktok page we have seen that some uh, other tiktokers have had a romantic interest in you how did you take that very recent events well that was interesting um I was lucky that I actually happened to check TikTok at the right time when I was just flooded with being tagged in one of my videos saying, like, Desmond, I don't really know. I didn't know who he was. Um, So, yeah, that was interesting because, as you guys know, if you've been following me for two years, literally my first video ever on my profile has my partner in it. Um, So I've been with the same person since I started TikTok. So I've I've been taking it since day one. Um, So that was really cool. It was really interesting being recognized because they have, like, 8,100 more followers than me, something like that right there. I think they, they just hit 900k, and I'm at, I'm almost at 200k, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so it's it's really cool being recognized by someone and having someone who's, like, that much more, like, out there than I am, uh, having a crush on me. That was a pretty cool experience. So, I know you do have a partner. How did he take that? 
he just gave me a thumbs up. He's right there. Um, I, it, I don't know. It was just funny. It was cool. It was nice. It's just a crush, so it wasn't like anyone was, like, attacking me. I mean, I wasn't a fan of the comments I was getting. A lot of people were like, you have to, and I'm so mad at you for not liking Desmond, blah, blah, blah. Personally, like, he's not my type. So even if that was just a thing, people should be respectful of that. People were like, well, I shipped this, so this has to be a thing, which is kind of... TikTok has a tendency of being like that, which I'm not That a is fan very of, true. But um, no, I mean, we both thought it was sweet and funny. Like, it didn't, it didn't make us upset or anything. And I know you also post, um, I guess, ways to help being trans or, like, yeah. different, like ways to kind of deal with it and like get through it um for those of us that are out there struggling do you have any advice so i mean i guess it would depend i give different advice depending on what exactly you're like struggling with because there's two different types there's dysphoria and then there's acceptance of like family and friends who because they're those are two very different but also they can go hand in hand so i mean i would give different advice for both of those things i think what i'm Personally, I feel like I would say that most of my content has to do with being okay with not being accepted by people important to you. Um, so I could give an answer for according to that, which is just like, well, <laughs> that varies as well. Because my family, um, I knew before I came out that they weren't going to be supportive. Um, so it was something I accepted well before. And a lot of people don't have that privilege. And, you know, their friends come out and they're great. So they're like, yeah, cool, I'm going to come out too. And then they're kind of shocked by the response that they get from their parents. Um, so, I mean, the best thing I can say is before you come out, make sure it's safe. <laughs> make sure you're in a safe place. Make sure that you have an idea of where your parents are at with with their supportiveness in, in the community. Um, but... One second. You gotta start leaf blowing and that might be loud. Um, can you remind me where I was? Um, you were talking about, like coming out and how people might be shocked um at their parents right oh yeah so just kind of preparing for a negative response it's just be sure of yourself be sure who you are people are going to tell you like if they don't like if you have parents who are homophobic or transphobic they're going to tell you no you're not you're not trans it's a phase you're overthinking it you know like blah blah you're just a masculine girl or you're just a feminine boy or something like that but only you really know who you are okay and you don't and and don't need other people to like validate you like everybody's experience with gender there are a thousand different genders you don't have to find the right label like you are whatever you're experiencing is valid um you can be a trans man like me and still express femininely how has tiktok kind of affected your personal life i know um being out on the internet as a trans man is like pretty common being a part of the lgbt community and being out on the internet but tiktok in your life how has that personally affected you that is a good question i don't know if i've ever been asked this question so like my experience with people around me that i know like friends and family yes it hasn't really affected that much i'm to be honest i'm not super out there about it I, I actually have been more in the last year i'll tell people about my tiktok but at first i really didn't um and i wish i and i think that was more associated with i wasn't confident in who i was yet i was still kind of figuring out my gender so like tiktok was my safe place to like express that but i wasn't it was changing so often like i was still trying on identities so i didn't really like telling like putting it out there for people so it's more of a new thing um and people don't really seem to have a response like my family and friends like they're they're super supportive like you know the family who who 
I am in touch with and stuff like that, they they're allowed, they all know about my TikTok and all that stuff. But I don't think it's like there's really has it hasn't had any effect. I've never been recognized or anything in, in person, in public, or anything like that. Oh, I do have a funny story though. My younger brother's girlfriend didn't believe that because I guess she had followed me before they had started dating, and so when he told her that I was Torbazorb, uh, she didn't believe him, and he had to like go up into my bedroom and like show where I used to film my videos for her to believe. Um, so that I might might be the only thing that really had an effect on that. Which I think is a funny story. I think. Um... I found your content, I want to say, like, maybe March 2019, and then, like, I was just like, wow, this person is really out there, like, expressing themselves and trying to find who they are, and then the fall of 2019, I officially came out, and I sat down with my dad, and he was like, so something might have had to kind of, like, I guess, trigger you to come out, because... I'm a very shy and quiet person, but at the same time, I'm really outgoing. But, like, when it comes to things like feelings and emotions, I'm usually kind of, like, more introverted. And I was, I was talking about your content and how it helped me kind of, like, figure out who I really wanted to be. He was like, wow, like, how could someone in the same generation have such a powerful impact? And now, um, on a weekly basis, like, we'll be on FaceTime or I'll be over at his house and he'll be like, oh my god, did you check out Torbazorb's content? And I was like, yeah, I follow him. And he's like, oh my god, I'm gonna follow him too. And so it's like, it's kind of become a whole family affair now. That's um, awesome, wow. Yeah, and my dad has even gone as far as ordering your merch. So that is oh something that really? is coming. Yeah, um, that you know is something. I think he got us both hoodies. Um, he, I think he got one of the night ones for himself, oh, nice. and then he got me the one with the trans flag on it. So yeah. I'm really excited to get mine in the mail. Um, I was originally gonna wait to film this when I got mine so I could be wearing it, um, but I think I was just a little <laughs> over excited. Um, but yeah, like our family has kind of like. I guess looked up to you now because you've helped me come out as who I really want to be and then also help other people come out as who they want to be like I have several friends who look up to me because I look up to you and it's kind of become a huge responsibility as me being me to kind of take on kind of the things that you do that's kind of my goal now especially with this podcast is uh, to put it out there that it's okay to express who you are you can be trans masculine but still be in touch with the feminine side or you can be trans feminine but still be in touch with your masculine side so yeah that is awesome i'm honored that your whole family got into this like that is that is really cool but then what you did is that taking this and then running with it and doing your own thing like that is awesome like that's so cool and i'm really cool like i'm really proud that i got to like like influence you and like be a part of that like that's awesome yeah um one of the things when i came out is once quarantine hit and i think this is when we first began getting in touch is my dad was like okay now that you're on this journey and it's in quarantine we all kind of have like settled down a little bit and we have a whole bunch of free time why don't you find someone who can give you advice on like where you should go from here and then the first person i immediately thought of i was like oh my god david and i immediately found your instagram and i dm'd you and 
that night I was just like oh my god he's not gonna respond he's not gonna respond and then like the next day or two he responded and I was like yes I love getting dms like people are always like oh like he'll never respond like I I read if I don't respond there's probably a reason but like I read every single dm like I always read my dms and the book that you suggested um we found uh, a virtual version of that and my dad it, was reading it and now that he has a better understanding of everything and uh, my mom is also trying to get a better understanding of everything because I have two cis straight siblings and with me kind of being that one little kind of rainbow in the pack of black and white it was just like whoa and they weren't expecting they that older or younger siblings I have an older brother and a younger sister you're in the middle yeah and it was kind of like a shock to the both of them i think they were both expecting it because i've been a tomboy all my life right and like whenever we'd go to mcdonald's and like i'd get a happy meal or something i would never want the girl's toy i would always want like if they had a transformer or a car i'd be like yep. i want the car not the barbie and like when i first came out my parents were like okay this makes sense started putting all the pieces together but they still had questions and they were afraid to ask those questions but through your content and like your suggestions and things they've opened up more um and they've become a lot more understanding like i know my mom um she helped me clear out my closet get like all the clothes that i didn't want or didn't need um she helped me clear that out and then my dad um he helped me get my first binder and all that stuff and now um we're trying to work on my emotional attachment to my hair because that is the craziest thing because it's like they want to push me to where i want to be but at the same time i feel like i'm holding myself back so is there any like tips you have for that well, can you explain what the deal is with your hair then? Like, you have long hair and you're not ready to cut it? Is that what it is? I have long hair, yes, pretty much. Like, I've always grown up with long hair, and for so long, I've wanted to cut it, but, like, now that it's coming to the point where, like, I'm expressing that I want to cut it and my parents are finally on board, it's like... That last I, big step. Yeah, it's like, do I yeah. really want to take this last step? to finally cutting my hair because i know a lot before quarantine i was telling my friends okay i'm gonna cut it this weekend's gonna be the weekend that i cut it come back to school long hair and they're like what kind happened of like that it represents like the final decision almost is that what it is like yeah. you built it up in your yeah get that and honestly it's it's gotten kind of scary because um you know, talking with my parents, they're both really, really supportive, um, and we've sat down, we've talked about, like, how to help my dysphoria, um, and then they're like, okay, so hair, and then that's kind of where I tune out, and like, okay, wait, do I really want to bring up cutting my hair now, or do I, I have a question wait? for you? Yes. You get dysphoric about your hair, or is it just something that in your head you're like, oh, well, boys traditionally have short hair, so you want to cut it? Are you dysphoric um, about it? It's a mix of both because um, there are people out there that I do go to school with that do point it out. Um, like, if I post something on Snapchat, like, I'll be posing with my sister or a couple of my friends um, in a picture, they'll be like, why do you still have long hair? Like, you identify as male, shouldn't you have cut in your hair already? And that's like where the dysphoria kind of kicks in and it's like 
well i have kind of this emotional attachment to it and like i feel ready but at the same time there's still that hesitation there and like people aren't as understanding as they should be i guess yeah i can understand that so then i guess i have a couple suggestions like first of all thomas has long hair uh and there's plenty of guys who have long hair um there's also different ways you can style it like if you maybe try putting it up in like a man bun um and like start seeing it in more of a masculine light if you can if you want to keep it long like look at look at the ways men style their longer hair or maybe consider instead before cutting it short get it cut as a man's like longer haircut if that makes sense and try styling it that way um and that might be like a good couple first couple steps and like maybe instead of jumping straight to okay i'm gonna cut it short just try seeing it as a masculine thing instead of a feminine thing that might that might take a minute to get to it might not work at all but it's something to consider i don't know if you thought of that and that's um another thing that my parents have trying to been um work with me with is like not everything is feminine because my room at my dad's house is pink and right after i came out he's like okay we're gonna paint your room it's gonna take some time though and he's like pink does not have a gender it's not feminine and it's not masculine so he's like can you see it as something that could be masculine and it took me a little bit to kind of like understand where he was coming from but once i kind of grasped it and was like okay so colors don't have a gender and kind of like got away from that stereotype that we've all been taught that like pink is for girls blue is for boys i was like okay i can see that now and like even most of my stuff at home um, with my mom it varies in pink and purple and when people ask me hey you identify as male i'm like yes they're like well then why do you have like pink items well because colors don't have gender and neither do clothing yes that's something i've been trying to work on on my page is kind of breaking down that whole stereotype with clothes lately that's been a project of mine and i know that's like one of the biggest things on your channel is like breaking that gender barrier like there can be an in-between like clothes don't really have a gender if a girl wants to wear masculine or boy clothing then she can if a guy wants to wear a dress he can like clothes should not have a gender yes um and another thing is when i first found your content um at first i was like okay this person is inter quite interesting because i remember you doing sign language and with your gryffindor scarf and your beanie and i was like that was literally all that was coming up on my for you page and then that's when i first followed you and kind of started this whole journey and i want to thank you because it's helped me become the person that i am and that i will continue to be so we are unfortunately coming to the close of our show but david i really want to thank you for being on here um and thank you for spreading your positive content and just being who you are and open on the internet so yeah thank you for having me this was honestly this was i didn't know what to expect this was awesome and i would love to come back if you ever want to do another one or when you get your merch just definitely give me a call yeah so guys don't forget to check out david's tiktok and his instagram he has some amazing content for you guys um 
don't forget to check out next episode where we will have Theo Alexander also talking about the same topics as David. So until the next one, bye guys.